0: Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All, right. All right. What is up, Big Rick Nation? We are back. The boys are back. It is January 17th, 2023. It's a beautiful day, boys. Um, we were just talking. We haven't done an episode about a month. Um, been a little crazy. Dean was on the I.L. Sounds like with a little pinched nerve, but he's back and at it. Ready for some hot takes. But uh boys, how are we feeling after a wild, wild card weekend?
1: Feeling good. Feeling good. Good to be back with the Rigs and yep. uh a lot to talk about.
2: Good to be back in the office.
0: Back in the office, uh back in your cars. Treadmills, uh wherever you may be listening, probably not on a treadmill, but hopefully, who knows, right? New your new meme. I know I've been trying to hit it
2: a little bit, boys.
0: But um, can't tell. Can't tell. Oh um, man.
2: Rig support rigs.
0: Rig support rigs. That was rig on rig crime. So. Probably
1: <laughs> just probably just the angle, the camera angle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Need a better filter. But anyway, boys, uh I don't know, boys. That was a Fun weekend of football. A lot of times I think, you know, I've had the stance that I'm a more of a college guy. But I think after this last weekend, I mean, that was an incredible, really top to bottom. Uh, even last night, I was pretty much glued to the TV, um, as I think most people were with the, the blowout insinuating. But um, we're going to go through game by game, kind of give us some thoughts. Um, I think we should go backwards because I think... Last night is fresh in our minds, if that's all right with you both. So let's start with maybe the most interesting game of the weekend. Not really because of the game itself, but kind of some weird storylines with um, Brett Mayer, the kicker, and also, obviously, TB12. Um, Who wants to start? Pete, you want to give your thoughts? I know you probably have some... Dumb hot take about Tom Brady being his last game, which I'll gladly get to. But uh yeah, Pete, why don't you kick it off?
1: No, no hot take about it being his last game. I think he might come back. But I mean, just confirmation from five weeks ago, I said Tom Brady is done. He looked horrible. He literally looked like a third string
0: quarterback playing for the Buccaneers. He, he looked, looked bad. I have a take though. He didn't he looked like a guy that was just done with the team. He look, he looked like a guy that was not in sync with any wide receiver all night. And then he was just like, What am I doing here?
1: I I think that's a fair point, which is why brings me to my point about I think he's I think he's gonna keep playing. And yeah. I only say that because of the divorce and everything going on in his personal life. I think if he was still married after the season, he would have just said, you know what, I should have left last season, I'm done. But with that storyline, I I think why not keep playing? Um with that being said, though, his parents being there on the sideline yeah. made me kind of
0: think maybe
1: it's was, game.
0: I've watched almost every Tom Brady game. I don't, minus the Super Bowls, I don't recall them actually being on the field. Like that yeah. was, that was, that was extremely telling, Pete. I agree.
1: Um, but no, I think, you know, he was underthrowing or overthrowing everyone. He had his O line played horrible, he had no time. Um, literally ran the ball six times he threw it almost 60 over 60 times i think and 66 yeah yeah. yeah, i just just todd bowles is a freaking bum. he is horrible i mean i the whole the whole franchise is just going to be in you know in a bad place moving forward with or without tom They, they have a lot of stuff to figure out down in tampa but i'm very pleased that tom got his ass kicked um I was on the Cowboys. I don't know. They were a better team. I know they had a bad couple weeks stretch there to close out the season, but top to bottom, better defensively, better offensively, better running backs, equally as good receivers. I I thought if Dak doesn't throw three picks, the Cowboys are winning that game, and that was proven correct. So,
2: um, yeah, that's where I'm at on it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything Pete said. I mean, Tampa Bay – and TB 12 specifically they looked like a team that they knew that they they really didn't belong like in this game i mean they they made the playoffs because their division was one of the worst in football if not worse than the afc south i mean I'll, i'll say i think the nfc south is a little bit better than the afc south but you get the idea and so i think tom's been on enough teams to know like when you have a squad that has a chance and when it's not in the cards and Dallas is just a good team. I mean, I think the mental block was, I think the main thing that people were going to be interested to see if that was going to be holding Dallas back is that they've choked in games like this games. that they should win. I mean, they choked in the first round last year, but they got it done this year. And like, it's not the bottom. They're a really talented team. So, I mean, it was good to see Dak get the monkey off his back. And I mean, the only concern they have going to next week is their kicker can't hit an extra point. I mean, it didn't matter last night, but, I mean, you missed four extra points. There's some some mental warfare going on in that guy's head. Um, that was but, crazy. I yeah. don't think I've ever – Crazy. I've never seen
1: that. Four I've never extra, seen multiple. Field goals is one thing. To miss four yeah. extra points, insane. Man.
0: Dude. Yeah, he was – he had the yips. I mean, there's, like – I don't know. It's like I, I kind of – I mean McCarthy kept putting him out there because the game was kind of out of reach at that point. But Dak like going ballistic on the sideline because of um I don't I don't but he's been good all year.
1: Yeah, he yeah. only missed 3 field goals all year. It's crazy. You know, it was crazy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys caught this. Over under was 45 and a half. Yeah, went yeah, was... 45 and there were some extra points. Yeah, when they got the uh
2: yeah so you're saying he was point shaving point,
0: point. as what? obvious as it gets
2: Riggs with
1: the hot take boys we are we on it first some funny bit. some funny our this tinfoil our tinfoil hats are on is this a rigs
0: exclusive I, I, like the Riggs. I, like that, dean. I like that yeah but. um is that it for you dean
2: yeah no that's pretty much it i mean i i'm trying to speculate on whether tv 12 is coming back i i would want to see him come back i wouldn't be surprised if it's not with the bucks though i think that team's this run is done
0: yeah no i think that i think we're pretty much all on the same page my takeaways was yeah it was just it, it was just like a different feeling to that game his i i always like notice like tom's body language in games you know he's always like very stoic and has this, you know, like when he's losing, you uh, know, it's like, but he's always like, but like last night, he has like arms folded on the feet. It was just like super off. Aw- like something was just so off with him. And the, the, yeah, his own line, like that was the difference. Like he had no time to throw. The best throw of the night was literally dropped into Mike Evans' hands, you know, on that, after that uh, onside kick. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty clear that he knows that that team is not any closer to a Super Bowl. Um, it's crazy because it, it's, like, the exact same
1: team as a couple of years ago besides the O-line. Like, all the weapons. Yeah, here I there. think
0: losing Gronk was, like, pretty big. Yeah,
1: but Bray and the
0: rookie. Otten, Otten.
1: Yeah, yeah they're they're serviceable. Like, Gronk's They are. Gronk. Yeah. It's not like they're
0: bad tight ends. But I feel like the the Super Bowl years they had a way better running game. I don't know why they. can yeah. It was just the O line, like.
2: Yeah, I point to the O line because Cowboys were playing a lot of two deep last night, and Tom straight up said in the post game he's like, "I just, I just I didn't have enough time for like the, yeah. really to expose that coverage, and because like the line was getting blown up. It's like you run the ball six times because you know you can't run the ball for shit. I mean, Fournette was non-existent this year, and he's been a staple of their team the last couple seasons. So just, and yeah, when Brady's throwing yeah. 66 times, it's not a recipe for success.
0: He's led. He's led the the league in passing attempts the last two years. So I just yeah
1: believe he was like even when he did have time, he was just missing guys. No, he was. was he I was like throwing was, it at the grounds.
0: Yeah, it was like it was almost like he just kind of gave up. Like or he lost I, it. No, <laughs> I don't know. I just refuse to like. If if he had like an O line that was giving him like more than two seconds to throw and like a semi good running game and he was doing that, then I'm more inclined to like jump on that side. Pete, but like
1: so perfect team.
0: They knew that he was throwing every single down. I I read a tweet that Dan Orlovsky said that his gut said that uh, that um, they were getting like the hand signals or something. So they were, I don't know. I think I was, I was actually on defense, not offense, but
1: um, so you're I don't saying, know. Sanity saying is a great running game, like a great offensive line, and the best weapons in the league to be successful.
0: I think a lot of, uh, if you look at the teams and the quarterbacks that are successful, right, they have time to at least throw. But the, the other thing is, Pete, is that Tom's not an out of pocket passer. He's a pocket passer through and through. He's not like an Aaron Rodgers or. He has zero mobility, so if he doesn't have time to throw, he's not. He's not going to be successful And the teams he's been on. He's had de- decent to very good old lines with the Patriots, and then that first year with Tampa. So, I think I don't think he's going to retire. I think there's like a one percent chance he retires, and I think the only team that really makes sense in my mind that he goes to is the Raiders, because the because. Cardinals. They're not gonna. They can't fire McDaniel's, and so because of money issues, and so they're just gonna go all in on Brady because he knows he likes McDaniel's, and that's a good matchup. They have right Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. Probably need another receiver. I know they have. Um, I'm blanking on his name, the Clemson receiver. Um, and then they have a good running game and Josh Jacobs.
1: I think Josh. The only thing. On though, right? Like they're not gonna he's gonna want to make a mega contract, they're not gonna
0: pay him.
2: Really? You don't think so? I think it's don't typically pay running backs.
0: Yeah. Um but the only, because and the other thing is and I think this is weird. I don't I don't think he would ever go to a cold weather city. I know that's like weird, but like I think he's just a warm weather quarterback now and like too old for it. Playing in the dome. Yeah, I don't like there's he's never going to go to the Jets. There's 0% chance he goes to the Jets. I don't want him. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I think it's got to be the right situation. The only thing bad with the Raiders is they have the absolute worst defense in the league.
1: Yeah, but like they get Brady, they just draft all defensive guys and trade for a few key men and linebackers. Uh, I agree. Like they're talking San Francisco. I don't see it. Like, why would you take on? Brady no. for 25 30 million a year when Brock Purdy is probably gonna lead you to the Super Bowl and you still have, well, Trey, and they
0: have Lance, Trey Lance, yeah, and
1: Jimmy G. Dolphin. Yeah. I don't see it like what, like I know the Dolphins owner loves Brady's Michigan guy. I, I think they still have two, like, two, I know, three. yeah, and they're gonna yeah, they a question said, mark now. They already said that they that he's their starter next year though, so yeah. I don't know. The only one that makes sense to me, I agree, Rick, is the Raiders, unless. Unless the Pats bring him back, which I don't think, I don't think.
0: No, I don't. I don't think that makes like the Pats are. They're, they're not contenders either. Yeah, I don't know if are, the Raiders are contenders, but I don't. I don't know. That'd be sick though. That'd be so sick to have Brady in that division.
2: In yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: But again, what would he go to the Raiders? Knowing I, don't, that the uh, yeah, Chiefs I know. Yeah. and Chargers. Chargers.
2: Yeah. No. I, I think the Broncos would be better next year too. Yeah, they got rid of Hackett finally. I mean, when you start stripping it down, he's Mm. damn near the ideal spot if they can clean up the O-line. Bad division. That's not going to be good anytime soon. And, I mean, he's not going to go to many better rosters as far as weapons go. What about the Titans?
0: No. I read something about that, Pete. They're just so – they have too much committed to Tannehill still. They send, like, a $100 million deal in, like, 2021.
1: Tannehill's not going to be their quarterback next year.
2: Yeah, I think it's time for the Titans to rebuild. That's a team it's on a lot of second second contracts that's kind of flattening out now. It's like...
0: Titans have zero... They have the least weapons out of any team. Right. Besides Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah, yeah, besides the best running back in football.
0: Mm. I
1: don't Ross. know. I heard Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this was a rumor before he re signed with the Packers that, that he, he he has a house in Nashville and that he would, that's a, a top spot for him if he were to leave the Packers, which I don't think he will.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, the Titans are a quarterback away.
0: No, they're not. Their no, defense, they're not.
1: Their defense is still good. They have a great running game. They got young
0: receivers. But... Pete's drinking like the lives down the street Kool Aid like he always does. No, they're not. Who's their number one receiver, Pete? Traylon Burks. Who? dean who's that? Robert Woods. <laughs> oh, it's Robert! Yeah. Robert Woods.
2: Robert Bobby Woods. Trees. Robert Bobby Woods. Trees.
0: Oh, Bob! Oh, Robert Woods. Traylon Burks. Oh, Ro- oh, Robert Woods. Traylon Burks. Woods. That dude sat in our fantasy league for a, like a. We have like a fourteen man fantasy league. He sat on. I don't wait. He was. He was always available. Robert Woods. Hey, He's Tom, come to come in Nashville.
2: We got Robert Woods. <laughs> better than all the
1: Pats receivers, I'll tell
0: you that. That no, it's not. What oh, Jacoby Myers? Kobe Myers, Monte Parker, Kendrick Bourne. Who? They're not. I'm not gonna say they're Who? not much. They're not much better. <laughs> but they're better than Robert Woods.
2: They were available on waivers too. <laughs> they were.
0: Yeah. No, I'm not saying the Pats are any better. I don't know but... if
1: Kobe Myers saw saw a roster spot this year on any team. All right, let's let's get off this game. Brady's lost. Cowboys are back.
0: Okay, yeah. I think the Cowboys they're good, man. If they play like last night, they could beat any team. They're a tough team to beat, man. That yeah. I mean it just all comes down to Dak, right? Which Dak are you gonna get? But the, the Niners are just a different animal. Like their defense is a gazillion times better. Dude, they, they're, they're gonna
1: need to establish the run better. They need to get Zeke and Pollard going. Yeah. They get those two going, and Dak plays how he plays last night. They could, they could beat any team. I'm saying they will. They could beat any team in the NFC.
0: Maybe. Yep. All right, that was good coverage. Brady to the Raiders. Credit the Rigs. Okay. Uh, all right, we're gonna go backwards. Um, Bengals Ravens. Man, pretty fun game.
2: I, and I would say that, like, real quick note, just like on the AFC side, very just unimpressed. With the Bengals and the Bills last weekend, and specifically the Bengals, it's like you're playing the Ravens with their backup quarterback Tyler Huntley, and you should have lost that game. I mean, Huntley doesn't Huntley doesn't fumble the ball <laughs> on the one yard line, like running a a wild decision to try to stretch over the goal line from two yards away. The guy thought he was Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. or something, and then gets fumbled and house oh, the other Sherman way. Morris at least lawrence was on like the one yard line yeah, like hardly like... hardly stretched it out and he's holding his hand he was on like, like
0: he was on like the five yeah yeah, like, he's,
2: yeah like he's like he's
0: like looking for the you're the not officials.
2: close it's like dude
0: yeah but that was the play call i mean that was like that came from harbaugh or whoever's yeah. calling
2: us yeah Har- harbaugh said he was supposed to go low not try to go over the top but god just too many people are doing like that just stretch the ball out real quick and pull it back. Yeah, it down, down it's actually a bar. really
0: good play. I know we'll get to the the Jags team, but I don't know if you're on like the one, you know, half yard line, or half yard line, one inch line. Just poke it over. Oh, it's just yeah. got across the plane, and you have a position. Yeah, I don't know it's why you like guess- don't give the ball to J.K.
1: Dobbins there. I just I don't get it. Like, yeah, if it was on the one yard line, I agree with that play, but it wasn't.
2: Yeah.
0: Was that was what? that fourth down?
2: No, I think it was he was like second down or something, <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I totally yeah. agree when you're a little bit further back. Cause like when you're on the one really, you're just, you're worried about like, it's like your D line, like the D line is blowing up your O line and instantly like not the play just taking too long to develop. But right. there it's like, oh yeah. Just what an awful way to lose, man. And then they, they almost got the Hail Mary at the end. It like, bounced off the guy's hand off the rickshaw. Man,
0: that was nuts. Yeah, I think the biggest white storyline is Lamar. What a weird situation this is. Well, before we get to that, let's just talk real
1: quick. The Bengals didn't look good. Nope. Like, I thought they they were low key. You know, everyone's talking Bills, Chiefs, but the Bengals, I I thought coming into it, were had every chance to win the AFC as those other two. And their O line, they had another injury on the O line. Like, I don't know. I don't know if they I don't know if they win next week. Like well, they got the Bills. But the Bills didn't look great either.
0: I don't know. No, I I, I, I it's gonna be a great game.
1: I don't know. I, I was unimpressed with the Bengals and I was expecting to be really I thought they were gonna murder them. I literally thought they put up 40 points.
2: Yeah. It's like I guess you never know with those divisional games sometimes, but I, I agree. It's like you have Tyler Huntley versus Joe Burrow in Cincy. I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" And and especially kind of like, just for them to win in the way they did, I'm just like, "Yikes!" It's
0: kind of what happened when in the Dolphins Bills game.
2: I mean, it's the same kind of like,
0: "Oh, I thought they were going to murder him. Backup quarterback, third string quarterback, hung in there. Yeah, yeah. It's just the you see him so many times. Like I think Bro said in the post game, and she's like, "You just kind of know him a little, a little differently." Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. You just know their schemes. Well, I'll so. tell you what, I'm
1: I'm very happy the Bengals and Bills won because I did not want to see Skyler Thompson and Tyler yeah. Huntley in the divisional round of playoffs. Yeah, I
0: mean Chiefs would have just walked.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um right. Arthur.
0: Where's he going? Well, I saw a betting favorite as minus four hundred would would be the favorite to the New England Patriots. 50. Minus four fifty was the New York Jets.
2: Hmm. Where were the Ravens on? This? Oh, was this just if he left? What? The yeah, I believe if were? he left, the gotcha, favorite okay. team, which
0: I did not expect to see them. I mean, again, this is like an offshore betting. It was like bet AG. So, <laughs> but a grain of salt, but hey, great. great. Hey, hey, we're here to talk about it. We got to take everything yep. legitimate. Dude, why would he go to the
1: Pats when he can go to the Jets? Better weapons, better run game. I don't better, disagree. With. Better defense.
0: The Jets want him.
1: Oh yeah, dude. I've I've read a bunch of tweets and stuff saying that the Jets are gonna be first in line and they have their pockets are deep if he's if he's leaving. Mm. I don't see Bill Belichick paying Lamar thirty five million a year, forty million a year. Guaranteed. That is such a Jets move. We're gonna get him, he's gonna be hurt for the three of the first five years. Yeah.
0: No, I, I agree. I don't it'll be interesting, but it's just all weird, like everyone's like you know, talking in the locker room, and I forget who said it, but they're like, "If you, if Lamar played, we win that game." And Dobbins. It should, Was it Dobbins that said that? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah.
2: I don't know. Now it's if Lamar played and he was healthy, they win that game. It's like I'm, I'm sure he probably meant like if Lamar was was good and they win that game. Because I mean, the way, and obviously the fact that they're being like so secretive about it and weird last week just, just kind of stirred up all the media stuff about Lamar but RG3 was like and he knows better than anyone about like playing on like a bad bad knee and how it just derailed his career I mean Lamar had no reason to play if if he was worried about that knee and like so I can't can't really blame him but I I also think I think Baltimore is gonna pay him just but I (laughs) it is tough because man I would have liked to see Baltimore with Lamar, because I think that they're better. T- I think they would have beaten the Bengals as well if they had Lamar, and not just because that the game was super close and kind of ugly. Even without him, I just think that you know they've been taking on water without him, and they still almost won the the division. Went down to the last, basically the last game of the year. Yeah, he. So. I don't know, man. I just think,
1: I think he made the right decision by not playing. It's like. He has no contract after this year so yeah. why would you go risk if you don't feel 100 on your knee um yeah. but the thing that kind of rubs me a little bit the wrong way is like he didn't even travel with the team he wasn't on the sideline yeah he wasn't in the locker, he quit on, he
0: quit on the team in in some level of capacity
1: right which makes me think that there's a lot of turmoil inside that building around them want them thinking he can play and him saying, "I'm not playing until you guys pay me." So I, I think they they might be, unless they're saying, "Hey, we'll pay you at the end of the year." Like, we'd love to see your drive to want to, you know, go win us a playoff game. So maybe, I mean, who knows, like, what that conversation was. But I mean, obviously, no risk to the Ravens putting him out there.
2: If he gets hurt, then they right. just don't
0: pay him and walk.
2: Yeah, his price goes way down if he gets hurt. Right. Yeah, no, it's
0: it, it's a tough spot. So.
2: It's like playing in a bowl game, right? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, it's it's like that on steroids. Yeah. Like difference between what hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars and just first, like your like, first contract. Same concept. <laughs> yeah.
0: Essentially.
2: Yeah, same yeah. concept, different level.
0: Um yeah. so okay. I think we covered that pretty good. Any other thoughts? No. Okay. Joe Joe Burrow's cool. He's very cool. Real quick on, I know we talked about RG three. Is he annoying?
1: I just think he feels like he got slighted and screwed by his coaching and who he got drafted by. That he just like could have had maybe not a great career, but a much longer, sustainable.
0: I know. I'm just saying, it's like a broadcaster. I'm not. I think he's kind of annoying. Kind of
1: there's always this "woe is me" with RG
2: three. I agree. There always feels like there's an undertone to. Yeah. To him.
0: He's just like, yeah. He's just like some, you know. I and I think he's like good guy, good insight too. I think he's been yep. trying to go to more of like, you know, more of like a barstooly pack math, you know, Mac, you know, more of a hot take type of people. Yeah, yeah, like us. But he's just like I. Yeah, I mean. He, <laughs> Bob Iger, if you're listening, for no, no, we're, we're everyone's not, gotta, everyone's we're not gotta working
1: purpose. for the corporate fat cats. We're not. Let's yeah, repeat. That. You can't afford so
0: Corporate it. fat cats. All right, moving on along. Um, speaking of New York football. football Giants, Giants are good boys. Giants are they're a good football team. Um, I'll say this, and you guys can go after me, but if I think if the Giants play that well against – The Vikings are going to easily beat the Eagles. I just think easily, easily beat the
1: Eagles. The Vikings defense is bad. They're bad.
0: There's no doubt.
1: They're bad. The Eagles defense is good. (laughs) Not even like
0: mediocre. Like they're good. So, but if Daniel Jones plays with that confidence, I think it's kind of like the same thing with Dak, right? Like, if he plays with that confidence and they establish Saquon, those receivers are good, man. Like, and their defense. If I think, I hope Fibado is not too banged up. But here, here,
1: here's where I'm at. I think they could definitely beat Philly. First off, Um I think Philly still wins. I just think they're a more complete team. But I think what we saw from Daniel Dimes this week, he's been capable of all year, but they just didn't unleash him all year. They're not like just run. Like if you see an opening, just just run. Like there's there's nothing for the Giants. Just like we said about Lamar, the Giants. So there's nothing for them to lose right now. Like they don't have them on a long term deal. Like put your body on the line. Like let's go win the game, whatever it takes. Yeah. And I think he's gonna get signed by the Giants, whether he gets hurt or not. But I just think they unleashed him. Like don't make any mistakes. If there's not a if there's not an opening downfield, like just take it and run. Like we know you're fast. We know you're tough. You can get five, six, eight yards, pretty much anytime you find a gap. And Did that he ran like double the amount of Saquon Barkley? And that's why I give him a chance because I think if they unleash Daniel Jones without the scare of not putting his body on the line, like they can beat anyone. But he's also got to continue to stay as accurate as he's been because he's obviously had turnover issues in the past. But I mean I think that's a credit to Dayball and that whole that whole organizational change from last year to this year. Like they're putting him in positions to win versus forcing him to do stuff he's uncomfortable with.
2: So I I don't know. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you look I, at I mean oh go ahead Rick.
0: No I was just gonna say I don't think the I don't think the Giants are scared of anybody. I think Dable's like just got that mentality like they're just they're not scared of anybody. And a lot the other thing I want to say is Daniel Jose is a big dude for running. He's six five like that's I mean that's a lot of that's a big frame. I mean, he's going to get hurt at some point, right? He can't continue to run like this.
1: Danny Hot Wheels, man. Yeah. And I the other thing is,
0: it, it's always weird to see Daniel Jones running because he doesn't have like cu- like the cuffed jersey. He's just got like the loose sleeve, like Paint Manning jersey. And he's just, it's just like, it doesn't like, cons- my brain can't compute that he's running with a loose jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at his jersey. It's like, Flapping around and he's just running for a hundred yards. Never, it's never had before, and he doesn't have a visor.
1: You don't need a visor to be a running quarterback, Rick.
0: Look it up. Look up the percentage of of runners that have visors. Almost you, all of them you, do. You look it up. You look it. Up. I, I have looked, Almost every single one: Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield.
2: Baker doesn't. Want Baker a visor, May. Does he?
0: Yes, he does.
2: Is one of those is not like the other yeah
0: uh, who else is running name a running quarterback
2: michael vick the, visor.
0: Visor, the og <laughs> I, i'm telling you they, it, cam newton
2: i'm trying Pete's to think dude.
0: I'm <laughs> <walking my brain. laughs> i mean I, I mean prove me wrong pete tyler huntley
2: <laughs> I, mean, I don't even really remember if he had a visor or not. Yeah, a you just name and name. <laughs>
0: I'm assuming they have name. Pete, name what? <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 here.
1: I have no idea, dude. I'm just the Trey Lance advisor.
0: Yes. super uh, uh,
1: you You're just saying yes to everyone.
0: I know. I I have a weird thing with uniforms, dude. I'm like a I'm like a uniform connoisseur. I don't know if you know Smith. Like, so no visor. He's not a running quarterback. Also Zach- Wilson,
1: no I mean, visor. Cor- you put Baker Mayfield in the conversation. He's a running quarterback. I can put anyone in there. Zach Wilson, no visor. Zach Wilson has a visor.
0: No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. One million percent.
2: A million percent. i pulled up.
0: it uh, He did it, BYU. Oh, yeah. Uh, I see Justin. him with one right now. Uh, I see both, but I, I, he has one advisor. so. I'm Justin Fields, visor. i looking at every, every It's Dean. <laughs> I'm telling you, 90, 90% of quarterbacks are running
1: visors. So, you, so the, the, the moral of the story is that Danny Dimes needs, Danny Hot Wheels needs okay. a visor.
0: The moral of the story, no, that is not. It's just that it's unheard of. He's 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 doing things that other quarterbacks have not done. He doesn't have cuff jersey, loose jersey, no visor. Okay, got it. Nobody. Think about keep, think about it throughout this episode. Throw throw more names. It could be the past too.
2: He's come a long way from when he had like the long run on Monday Night Football, and then the turf monster got him and like at the ten yard line. He's six he's come along, six along. He's
0: fast.
1: Anyway, we, um, we'll talk about how disappointing the Vikings are. Like I know. Yeah. Everyone. On the yeah, Giants so and Man, that team is just they have so many weapons. I just don't understand how they are not going deep in the playoffs every year offensively. Like, how do they not figure out that defense to be just serviceable? Because Kirk Cousins don't all, put up 30 points any given day.
0: I mean, they have one of the best like on paper offense weapons, right? Dalvin Cook, Phelan. I like I, I, they I they mean have, they, they have the best.
1: They have the best like weapons, yeah. I would say, in the NFL. Dude, and Kirk Cousins won yep. like 31 for 37. It's not like he played bad. No.
0: Except the last play. The, oh. the check the check down on
1: fourth. Hawkinson? And I mean, dude, they're so loaded. I yeah. mean, they argue ha- arguably have they have a top five running back, the best receiver, and probably the best tight end in football. And their number two receivers are top 20 receivers.
0: Not the best tight end in football. I Maybe mean, top five, but
1: Hawkinson's nasty.
0: Kelsey yeah. Kittle?
2: Yeah, it's like maybe a little bit overzealous calling him the best in football. One of the best. One of the best in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Austin yeah. Knox. All
0: right, Dean, go ahead. I don't think you said much. Definitely better. No,
2: than I, I mean, yeah, we, we knew the Vikings were kind of a fraud team all year. Like so, so them go, going out, I wasn't really surprised. I mean, everyone had this game pegged as being the most likely to see like an upset, uh, as far as the Giants winning and. Now, I think Giants-Eagles is going to be an interesting game because, I mean, the eagles hurts is going to be rusty. The Eagles look vulnerable to me. So it's like the, the Giants, I agree that the Giants aren't going to be afraid of the Eagles. I mean, they have no reason to be afraid of a divisional opponent. I think I think that's going to be a good game and could open up for uh, whoever comes out on the other side of that San Fran-Dallas game. Uh, for me, that team having a chance at home field but I think that's a it will be an interesting game to watch on Saturday
1: I'll tell you what man this is like from an NFC perspective just my worst nightmare the Eagles or the Giants are gonna be in the NFC championship just it's the first
0: time right that
1: three have made it to the division around well there never yeah. could be I oh, know there <laughs> always could be three but not four
2: yeah
0: yeah I don't know um yeah, any NFC Beast fans listening, congrats to you. Giants yeah. are gonna be Eagles this week. I'll say that. We'll get to picks later, but all right. Um uh, Bills, Dolphins.
2: Like we said yeah. for the Bengals game, just unimpressed with the Bills. Like I thought this game should have been like a forty one to seven game, like they did New England last year. And all of a sudden, it's like Miami's ahead in the second half. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Skyler Thompson's throwing checkdowns on fourth and longs, and, pick- and they're picking them up. I was like, Jackson's I mean, not in fair- good quarterback. I mean, in fairness to him, that dude was like went what ten picks before Brock Purdy. He was like a seventh rounder, no business being in there. But yeah, it's like Buffalo. Like, what's going on, man? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the the only reason for that.
1: That game was close. Was all the mistakes by Josh Josh Allen, and that they weren't yeah. all like self inflicted, right? Like that one pick off Cole Beasley's hands. That was probably a pass interference or a holding, and yeah. the fumble to start off the second half. Like there were just a lot of things going the Dolphins' way. I mean, Josh yeah. Allen's got to clean it up, though. He's got to. He you can't play like that versus the Bengals, who were also unimpressive. But, but you can't play like that and expect to win. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I think just thinking about it, like Josh Allen has regressed, I would say, from, from when Brian Dayball left, which is crazy because Danny Dimes has progressed substantially. It just goes to show how yeah. important potentially, you know, he is. And it's the same thing, right? Josh Allen had turnover issues before Dayball got there, got really good under him, took care of the ball, right system. Danny Dimes had turnover issues before Dayball got there. Now he takes care of the ball. He's in the right system. He looks like a star. I mean, maybe it's just the system, you know?
2: I mean, that is a good point because I remember in the Bills games I've watched this year that they've lost. Like, at Miami and, like, at Minnesota – or not – at home against Minnesota come to mind of games where they were clearly the better team and they lost those games because Allen was throwing interceptions in the red zone or just – like fumbling in the red zone. I'm just like like you cannot make those mistakes. Like they're lucky they're playing the third string for the for the Dolphins, because now from here on out in the playoffs, like you're going against the best of the best. You can't you can't have those red zone turnovers. Like even one of those, you're done. And but yeah, that is something I've noticed this year is that he's he hasn't been quite as good as I was thinking maybe it was going to be. I mean, expectations were high. But he just had a lot of head scratching plays. Where you're like, like I thought. I thought we were past that kind of thing. W- was that was that the longest game ever?
0: Yeah, no. it took forever. They had Dude, to push was like a back five to...
1: hour, It's a five hour game. And like that, the last three minutes of the, fir- the s- first half was like an hour. It was like there was 17 yeah. points scored in the last two minutes and 11 seconds. I was like, this half's never going to end. It was almost like 2 2 15 by the time the first half ended. So game started again.
0: Without a halftime yeah. show. Not real. Um yeah. Not not much else to cover there. Bengals Bills finally get the rematch, so that'll be good. All right. Um probably the game of the weekend. Chargers Jags. Uh incredible game. Um Jags looked lost for about like forty minutes of that game, or maybe thirty minutes of that game, and um completely Complete meltdown by the Chargers. Um I have a hot take. Um, I don't think Justin Herbert's that good of a quarterback. Or not as good as people say he is. I think he's overrated, is what I'm trying to say.
2: I was very unimpressed with him in that game. I don't know where <clears throat>
0: he got the stigma of being like in the same like category as like Mahomes and Allen and even Trevor Lawrence. Like well, I I don't know what game maybe I missed it or what season that he's had, but he's he's not bad, but he's not he's not in that category, or I don't think any anywhere close to that category.
2: Yeah. He he didn't play well on Saturday, but I'll give him this is that he's put up numbers this year and led that team to success, even with a myriad of injuries around him. Because even in this game I agree, yeah. Like Keenan Allen has historically had injury problems. Mike Williams, their best receiver now, he's also had injury problems. And then just it seemed like they, as a team, were dealing with a whole lot of injuries kind of the entire year. But he still managed to put up really, really good games just and make a lot of impressive plays. There you're just like, oh man, there's really only one or two guys, being like Mahomes or Allen, that can make these kinds of plays. But I agree. Like he is not nearly on those guys. He's not near on those guys' level to have to be afforded that kind of lead and you need to make one drive in the second half. Just just one. One drive to like save your defense, put the game away. Couldn't do it. Yeah. It was like that's I was unimpressed with them.
1: Yeah, i would just say like that is just the most chargers thing to happen ever. Like, how are you? What is it, four interceptions in the first half? Yep. I think they were plus five in the turnover ratio. And how do you like? How do you lose a game being plus five in the turn turnover category? I just, I don't know how that coach survives this. Like, first off, he played Mike Williams in the last game of the season. He got hurt. Next, that debacle this past weekend. I mean, I know the Chargers are a cheap team, but I mean, you're you're wasting Justin Herbert's career with this guy as the coach. Like. I, I think yeah. they're going to go after Sean Payton or someone like that, and, like, they should. I, think think he's, I don't
0: think he's going to be fired.
1: I know. Cool, because they don't want to pay someone else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I don't know, man. The Chargers are – That's the a other side place it, though, to be, man. The
1: ja- like, Doug Peterson. He's a dog, man. I don't, I don't love him as a coach, but, man, that guy just put his nuts right on the table, went for it, one for two with what, like four minutes left, three minutes left, knowing that they would just need a field goal after that. I, I don't know it's if a I. Huge play call. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was because if
0: they don't get it, they they essentially got to it yeah,
1: it's a two two score game. I mean, just just wild, yeah. and that just goes back to coaching too, right? Like Urban Meyer there last year, obviously, I, and again, Trevor Lawrence was a rookie, so Urban wasn't. You know, didn't have the team that Doug Peterson has this year and the experience now that Lawrence has. But talk about just like an overhaul and a system change and confidence in your quarterback. And I like, I would love to be in that locker room at halftime and hear what Doug Peterson said to get his team fired up enough to do what they did in the second half. Cause that was, it was awesome.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, it starts with Trevor Lawrence, right? I mean, he kind of is who we, we always thought he was minus last year. Yep. But, that dude essentially played a perfect second half
1: i mean he Again, played a
0: perfect yeah
1: how are you minus five in the turnover battle and how do you win a game <laughs>
2: like it's just i don't know so crazy it's the entire second half it just felt like jacksonville was a step and a half faster than the chargers on everything It they were throwing the ball short and then like looping around defenders and picking up first downs like, Chargers were getting no separation on the other side, couldn't run the ball for shit. I'm just like, I, like, had no idea how the Chargers were all of a sudden so gassed, like, out of nowhere. And then the thing and the NFL can be crazy like this is that, like, the sometimes teams get saved by the bell in the first half, by by halftime, where, like, their defense just stuck on the field, you know, and they're, just, they're gassed. The offense just going down the field, down the field, over and over. but this time for the chargers there was no there was no bell coming out to save that save that defense like that defense was exhausted and that offense just needed like one drive just to give those guys like a blow and they couldn't get it they kept having to go back out there and it was apparent on like watching the game like the, the jags guys were wide open like every time it was just pitch and catch out there and lawrence just picking them apart kirk and zay jones and uh can't think of who their guy was. They were just Jones. Looking, running just running away from guys. And ETN looked like he was
0: <laughs> playing at a completely call. different speed. That was so nasty, man. I uh I think this gets thrown out like as like a joke, but I legit think the Chargers are a, a dome team. I just think I I don't know. I don't know. I think they're just slow. They're slow on the grass.
2: They they looked that way.
0: They're a dome team. I mean I think so there's I mean <clears throat> playing on grass and turf, especially like pretty much half your games. Like there's some there's difference you practice on turf, you play on turf, and then you go play grass. I don't
2: know. Oh, so that, that stadium was just wild. It was awesome. Like you could hear that sh- on TV. Ooh, You're like, man so... place is going nuts. And then as soon as they started coming back too, everyone could sense it. I'm like, oh, just snowballed on the Chargers.
0: Yeah, that was a great game. Um, I think the Jags can beat the Chiefs. If they play half, three quarters of what they did in the second half of that game.
1: I think they can cover.
0: I don't know about beat them. I mean, Chiefs have not looked as dominant. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know.
2: That's the thing, like we're gonna talk about the uh the Bills and Bengals for looking unimpressive last week. The Chiefs have historically been like a team that, that plays down to their team's level and then yeah. just you know Yeah. I mean the, you they, know, they, the wins beat. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Plus Mr. Then, like, off that. I'm sorry I about make, that.
1: I'll make one statement on this. If the Jags have a half like they had against Chargers, they're not beating the Chiefs.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Agreed. yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, they're
0: probably not being a lot of teams. Yeah.
1: yeah, they're probably not beating anybody besides <laughs> the Chargers.
0: I mean, it's historic comeback.
1: So, um,
2: not 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 the biggest comeback in NFL history. Colts still have <laughs> Colts still hold that, but they, uh,
1: they win that one.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Colts would blow that lead too. But what I'll say is that <laughs> this stat was flying around on, on social after the game: it's Trevor Lawrence has never lost on Saturday. Next week's game. It's on Saturday.
0: Oh, is it really? Yeah.
2: Yep. That's just one of those fun stats that. At some. Point, yeah.
0: It's stats. kind of just like a cute stat. It's like, all right. Yeah, it's yeah, cute, that's a right.
2: definition cute. of a cute stat. Cute
0: what did stat. you guys? What did you guys think about uh, the commentating? Everyone was in up up in arms about the Al Michaels and Tony that's Dungy. Dumb.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was. <clears> that was boring. Very exciting. I agree. I just think because that was an Amazon game, right?
0: No, that was Monday. That was Sunday night football. Yeah, it was. They brought Michael's back for because Amazon's done. That was Thursdays.
1: Yeah. Well, Rick, I told you I wasn't able to listen to the game because I was at this (laughs) this uh, this engagement party, and then at the hotel they didn't have the sound on, so. I I couldn't hear the commentating. I can't make a comment if I didn't hear the commentating. I heard about it, but it was horrible. It
0: was. I think it really. I mean, you compare it to the the Mike Trico call with the the Huntley fumble on Jacksonville or the Baltimore game. It's night and day. Yeah. You kind of you forget you take like good commentating for granted, and I don't think there's a lot of bad duos, but it was bad.
2: Yeah, it's like people love clowning on guys like Chris Collingsworth. And then like in baseball, it's like, you know, Joe Buck, but it's like, yeah, those guys, they, they know how to make it at least like an entertaining broadcast. And when you put someone in there like Tony Dungy, who really just belongs like in the studio, like, like you said, it's a night and day difference. And it's like, it makes the like these big plays moments, much less memorable. Like, it, yeah. it, if the call sucks, I mean, like, you look in baseball, like, yeah, people don't like Joe Buck, but he's got some really good calls of, like, big, memorable plays. In the eighth inning, leading by three, is Birmingham! being able to run as he shoots the moon to the fans here in green bay that, that is a disgusting act by randy moss and- you yep. remember and it's like you know th- there's a there's a skill there's obviously a skill in that so it's like as ridiculous as collingsworth sounds sometimes it's like, like you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about the broadcast being boring and a moment being undersold because of it and yeah yep. michael's and dunchie that that was that was brutal. It was bad. Yeah, it was really,
0: yeah, it was really bad. Especially for Al Michaels having, I think, the most like historic call ever with the miracle. hockey yeah. game. So, yeah, I think my favorite duo is probably unpopular opinion is Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Oh, I like them. I, I like I, was, you know, yeah.
1: Jim Nance. got called a lot <clears throat> Yeah, growing up, yep. Nance and Phil Sims it used to be. So I've always liked that, I think Tony is great. I mean, besides him putting the plays before it happens, it ruins it a little bit sometimes. But the guy's a genius. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Tony gets very jazzed up at times, too. You just, like, you can sense his, like, excitement. Oh, boy. Yep. Field position,
1: everything points. This is huge, Jim. So look look at this, Jim. This is like how you ran in high school. Look at that. Perfect form, extension. I mean. And doesn't even get phased that there's people around. Just look, ooh, look at the change of direction. Does he get both feet in right here at the end, Jim?
2: Well, he turns he's it up. Tail. <laughs> See, Josh is like, uh, you had the end cut. He was open. And Tom's like, you know what? I know he was open. Uh, you know what? I know he was open. I know it. I'm just, Tom, I'm just, I'm just telling it. <gasps>
0: you. It I kind of like jump. Yeah, that. Yeah, I like that.
2: But. I love when he's like,
0: uh, yeah, it's, Probably look look
1: for a crosser over the middle here, you know, it's a little five yard out here, you know, just like a, an end around, definitely a draw, and he's just like right every time. I'm like, what? Yeah, this is crazy. Like, it's kind of cool though. I
0: mean, like that's great, like, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: that's what makes him. But I, I'm just like, yeah. it blows my mind that he just. I don't know if he sees the formation and can call it or what it is. But
0: he's been out of the league for like eight, nine years. I, so I don't think that's seems- like. A yeah. skill. I don't think it's a skill you lose though. You know Well you schemes know. have changed, right? They're more advanced, but yeah, either way, it's super impressive. I agree. All right. Wrapping up the weekend, probably the most boring game mom wants to talk about. Niners took care of business. Seahawks, Cinderella, ish run. Came to an end.
1: It was a good good first half. Yeah. It was all right. kept it,
0: yeah. Kept it close for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that much to say. Niners are good.
1: I think the only thing you take away from that is they can definitely win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Dude, he yeah, he's playing like he's he's got something to prove, which is just like a conundrum for the the Niners. It's like, what do you like? Jimmy G was like halfway through the season, was like, oh, this is the guy, and now, yeah, it's just weird. I, I wonder what Trey Lance is thinking. Yeah.
2: Okay. Something must have been in the water when they were in Mexico City, because that was, I think, the last full game that Jimmy G played. And Brock Purdy got into that game because they were blowing out um uh, yeah. who they were playing. And they're like, they had the thing like, oh, these Mr. Irrelevant. And now like look where we're at now, like eight weeks later, whatever the dude is probably one of the, the hottest quarterbacks in the game right now. Yep, yeah, I totally agree.
0: Um Okay, boys, that just about wraps it up for Wild Card Weekend. Do you, I mean, I kind of we kind of talked about matchups. Got Jags, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, Bills, Bengals, Niners, Cowboys—all pretty good matchups. I don't see any. I mean, all the spreads are all about a touchdown. The biggest with the Jags, Chiefs, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, there's some good. I, ones. Think- I
1: was a little disappointed coming into this weekend, and it—I was proven wrong. But just seeing like Dolphins with Skylar Thompson. The Ravens with Tyler Huntley, you know, I just and the the Seahawks just never impressed me. I was kind of like, oh, this. Wild, well, I feel like wildcard weekends usually just full of great quarterbacks, and we had a lot of kind of duds out there. But pretty much all those games, besides the Seahawks Niners game, were awesome. So I was I was proven wrong quickly. Um, but yeah, this weekend you just got superstar versus superstar in every matchup. It feels like you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be sweet. It should be sweet, sweet. Weekend. Um all right, boys. Moving on. I know this was super NFL heavy, but just wrapping up some loose ends. The we didn't re, we didn't necessarily tape after the college football national championship, but not much to be said there except uh that was a booty whopping. Whopping. Yeah. Yeah, Dean, do you want to take a little little half lap? <laughs> little half no, lap? no, 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 no. Okay, right. I,
2: I'll say this. It was just I, I found it amusing. Kind of the day day of the game, I'm watching some of the pregame, and they're going through and breaking down like position by position, like what which which team has the advantage, and they're going like linebackers, DBs, D line, wide receivers, and they're all given the advantage to TCU. And then I think David Pollock then comes in, it's like, wait, is TCU favorite in this game? And just like uh, jokingly, and then of course, you know, the blowout happens. And I think it's just a reminder that these that these teams like Georgia and Alabama are just on a different playing field yeah. than the rest of rest of these schools. And it's like, yeah, we'll go, we'll go to the 12 team playoff, and there will be, you know, at least one extra game for these top teams, you know, to possibly slip up and, and get beat but at the end of the day, like the 12 team playoff is not going to make the difference in skill level between like a TCU and, and Ohio state or Alabama, or whatever uh, or Georgia any closer. Um, so I still think there's kind of a ways to go there. Um, yeah. definitely have kind of a, a rough end to like, you know, we had, we had the great semifinal and kind of a rough end of the year when Georgia's came out and stomped them. I mean, Kirby said they were coming out to hunt and they just they looked like they just wanted to mercilessly, mercilessly beat the shit out of TCU and they did that. That game was terrible. Yeah. It was just yeah, ter- it, was awesome.
0: it
1: was a terrible yeah, was. ending to a great college football season. And I'm just gonna put it out there in in the world that uh, Michigan would not have played that bad versus how do
0: you, how do you know?
1: They just wouldn't have. They just You just don't know have. that. TCU just looked totally overmatched, and, I mean, just disgusting, man. Just And I was – I mean, I took TCU. I bet them plus 14 and a half. I bet them sprinkled money line. Took them live. I was like, at some point, they got to turn it on.
0: And we by should, ha- by as Purdue fans, By halftime,
1: by half-time <laughs> I, was, I was ready to turn the game off. It was over. I mean, there's just no chance TCU's yeah. coming out in the second half and putting up 20, 30 points. Like, they just look completely overmatched offensively defensively georgia just uh-huh. did whatever they wanted literally anything they wanted they wanted to pass they wanted to throw whatever trick plays you name it like they just couldn't stop them it was just automatic every time it was nuts
0: yeah yeah i think this is yeah they're just in a different league
1: they
0: can yeah. easily three peat. easily three peat. yeah
2: yeah i think it's core. course i think they're the favorites and it's like them and alabama and it's yeah one yeah. of them will at least be there that's that's and that's the thing like just knowing that you're as long as you don't lose two games you're going to the playoff if you're one of those two schools it's mm-hmm. you no know,
1: that's a difference between college know. and the nfl What you started off with rick it's like college is great don't get me wrong but
0: yeah
1: bigger about one like, more parity the NFL playoffs are just so good. I mean, year over year, it never disappoints.
0: They are, yeah, I agree.
2: Really? I think the regular season of
0: college is better because you got like the pageantry and
2: the rivalry games, the rivalry,
0: the the crowds, and yeah, but yeah, you know, once it comes to like the playoffs and even like the Natties, like it's not it's that cool. much fun. But hopefully, 12 all team the, all those
1: relevant bowl games. Cheez It Bowl.
2: There were fucking two Cheez It bowls. Cheez It.
1: They got a lot of marketing. Good
0: commercials.
1: I'm but the cheesiest. Too bad the too bad the games weren't as good as the commercials.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. Okay. Uh. Some more loose ends. College basketball looks like it's could be most insane season ever in terms of. I think, what, 11 out of 25 ranked teams lost this past weekend. So no one knows who's good except Purdue. Purdue's good. I think Purdue's good. Yeah.
2: It was a good day for Purdue not to play on Saturday because all the top teams that played on Saturday were having issues. I think Kansas barely Kansas survived barely, and a whole you know, bunch of teams lost.
1: I think this is good for college basketball, a little parody. Yeah. yeah. The, the Blue Bloods. I mean, the last 20 years, it's kind of always looking up to see Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, Villanova up top. And I mean, they're still good programs, but a lot more parity, a lot more top. Anyone in the top 20 can beat anyone, right? Like, uh, uh, can be most teams. We've been seeing it. I mean, yeah. Rutgers
0: can be Purdue. Apparently. Ruggers is good. We've seen it. Rutgers, right? Yeah, I yeah. think. This is really got to be the first time in a long, long time that Kentucky, Duke, and UNC are not ranked.
2: Kentucky lost by like forty or something. Yeah, uh, and then they came out last weekend. Yeah, Tennessee. We, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's, like,
0: it's going to be. Sorry, please. No, I was just
2: gonna say with Kentucky. You, all, you just always know they have talent. It's just a matter of like, Coach Cal being able to wrangle those and <laughs> get them to play play together.
0: Get those millionaires to. To play cohesively, yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know, boys. Purdue, Purdue's hot. Edie, Zach Eddie's running away with National Player of the Year. That's that's exciting news around these parts. Not a Purdue podcast, but Purdue yeah, squeaked one right. out in East Lansing yeah. yesterday, and that was a, that was an electric game. Dean, you watch so
2: that? Yep, yep. I mean, the, these Big Ten, these Big Ten games like some of these places like Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, like you go on the road, especially for Purdue coming in there as a top top team in the big ten. It's, it's, there's gonna be a lot of raucous environments kind of the rest of the year, yeah, so
0: I think Purdue's got like pretty much like quad two or quad two, quad one or quad two games the rest of the way. yeah. So um okay, that looks good. And then baseball news, Korea. Or
2: what a wild roller coaster that was!
0: Dude, the guy
1: lost one hundred twenty million dollars in the matter of four weeks. Over fucking yeah. busted ankle. Bad. Dude, he was. He would have taken one hundred fifty from someone if the twins didn't give him that. Like, yeah. He, just, he just like I just need yeah. I just need some like over hundred million. So Too many play. bills to play. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: it's like a. Three-year deal. I
1: mean, he literally took almost a fifty percent pay cut from what he started off the Giants.
2: I know the years were all
1: different, but still,
2: yeah, yep. got got yeah, less than half the years. I'm just I'm surprised that you know a team like the Mets didn't come in with a more competitive like short-term offer. So, I mean, the Twins now got him. It feels like for a damn near best-case scenario, like sh- short short-term, like yeah, high AAV, but you don't have that. Same long-term injury risk. I'm just surprised the Mets didn't come in with something competitive mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I, maybe they just were even going shorter years, like 150 million
1: over three years or four years or yeah. something crazy. And he's like, yeah, I yeah, need. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like he also like came running to the Mets, and then they found out the injury stuff, and they just like maybe lost the trust in him a little bit because he was like, I'll sign this for this right now, and you know, maybe they thought that he wanted That's to be good. there. And then he might have burned the bridge a little bit, or you know, Boris might have burned the bridge a little bit. Who knows?
2: Yeah. I guess that's a double-edged sword with Boris. It's good at getting extra money, but probably good at burning bridges. Uh, too. At what
0: expense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then rafael Devers. Yeah. Forever Big. Big. Yeah.
1: You guys needed to do
0: something. To Holy cow. I mean, it's starting to make a little bit more sense with. I think they just had decided a long time ago that they can't pay both Xander and Rafi, and they had to pick one.
2: Or Mookie. Or Mookie. Rafi's (laughs) easily the youngest of those guys. He's like like 30 as well.
0: Yeah, Mookie's a tad older. You probably would have liked to pay Mookie over all those guys, but Rafi's second. But I don't know. You know, it's a uh, it's going to be an interesting season, and our
2: rotation socks.
0: <laughs> can't, right?
2: can't name one pitcher.
0: Jared Wicklock, yeah.
2: Corey Kluber, Chris Sale. <laughs> Corey Kluber. <laughs> Corey former Kluber. Former Cy Young. Yankees former,
0: three years ago. <laughs> hey, hey, Corey Kluber, former Cy Young winner. So. Uh, What's Rich Hill doing, man? I think he signed with like the Pirates or something. <laughs> is Evolve he, is he gone? Eomaldi, uh, he of all the signed with the Rangers,
1: I think. Yeah, back to Texas. Hey, uh, another news: Frankie Monta is already already hurt before the season starts. So. Kind <laughs> of oh knew that. Kind of knew that was going to happen. Right? Wild.
2: Was he at least playing baseball?
1: No, I think he's just. It's. I think it's kind of uh, a lingering injury from this past mm. year. They're saying he's going to oh. miss the first month. Oh, okay, opens the door for a Clark Schmidt or uh Clark Domingo Herman as the number five. Still still shit. the best, still the best rotation in baseball, one through four though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well what about what about one one through five? I thought most rotations are one through five. They are Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Usually
0: through the season they're one through five, but
2: that's rotation Dean's still four. Dean's
0: still in playoff mode.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: still the best rotation, one through five, got, I would say.
1: With with Clark or
2: Domingo. I can't believe that guy's still My- wife beater. When is his contract up? I don't even know.
0: I, I don't think anybody knows. He just kind of keeps showing up.
2: <laughs> he just keeps coming back. He
0: can't Christ, get rid of him. He's not
2: out of he just comes to spring <laughs> training. It's too.
0: like volunteers. Like-
2: <laughs> get this guy out of here.
0: Yeah. Uh, what happened to Chapman? Is he still? Did they release him? Well,
2: his contract I think he's just up. still still yeah. free agent. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah.
1: I'll be interested I to see what be. the Yankees do in left field, though, because this Brian Reynolds thing kind of fell through. They were asking for literally our top three prospects for Brian good, Reynolds.
0: yeah, as they should.
1: No, well, they shouldn't. Brian Reynolds is not
0: that good. Supply supply and demand. I, I agree. Reynolds they, is they're going to ask
1: for whatever they want, but he's not worth our top three prospects. I think it might have been top four. They wanted Volpe, Peraza, and Jason Dominguez, and another guy. It's like, okay, the three guys we've been waiting on for five fucking years just gonna give them all away for Brian Reynolds. Well,
0: they're yeah. not gonna pay anyone, so they need to do that. The like, the Pirates gonna were- have a low key good lineup. I was looking at it.
2: What does low key mean? Yeah. Not actually.
0: Well, for like a thirty million dollar payroll, it's not very
2: bad. Oh great! All right, so they're competing with the A's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Garrett Cole makes more than their whole lineup. Jesus, man.
1: As he should. Hey.
0: Yeah. He sucks.
1: Kermit. Not. I'm not going down this road right now. Yep. It's <laughs> too
2: early for that. Too early to get suckered into that. Um.
0: Sucker me in, Rick. I yeah. will not yet. Pete. We got. We got a little bit before we can do that for. Spring training. Okay. All right. Let's do some picks. Let's wrap this thing up. The standings Pete, just sent them out. They're. We're still not doing very well. Pete's ten, yeah. eleven, and one. Rick is eight and fifteen. Dean seven. Dean's low key bad too. Seven, twelve, and two.
2: Oh, yeah. No low key about it. Just bad.
0: Bad that time.
2: <laughs> um I'll
1: kick it off. T why don't you kick it off? I got four picks. I'm picking all the NFL games for you guys. Yeah, I,
2: I, Okay. I was gonna I was gonna pick all the NFL games too. <laughs>
1: And I'm picking all the dogs. Every mm. So I'll kick it off. Like Chiefs, Jags, Jags plus eight and a half. I don't know. Something about this Jaguars team. I don't I, Like I said, I don't know if they win, but I think they cover eight and a half. Chiefs have not been covering all season. Like Dean said, they play down their competition. I think Arrowhead's going to be rocking. They might come out a little flat. Jaguars maybe stick around in the first half, keep it close. Um, I think they have a chance to win, but I don't think it's likely. But I think they cover eight and a half. Giants plus seven and a half. I mean, we talked about this. Eagles probably better roster top to bottom. But if Danny Dimes, they just unleash him like, like they should, and they will, and they did. I think they have enough to definitely cover seven and a half, if not have a chance to win that game in division as well. So I think it's going to be close. Bengals, Bills, it's almost kind of tough. I, I don't love that it's in Buffalo. I think the crowd plays a huge factor there. I also think the DeMar Hamlin thing, you know, that team's going to be coming out rocking. Not that they blame, you know, T. Higgins for the hit, but it was that game that had happened. So I think I think there's going to be some inspired play by the Bills. But, you know, Josh Allen, if he's sloppy again, you know, I think the Bengals stay in the game. I think it's going to be a good game no matter what. So could be a seven-point game, could be a three-point game either way. Um, I'm taking the plus-five Bengals. And Cowboys, Cowboys, Niners. This one, this one I struggled with a little bit. I, I think the Niners are a better team. Um, but man, that also good yesterday. It looked really good. So I don't know. I'm kind of that's a toss-up for me, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the, the plus three and a half. And I don't know if I love it at, at plus two and a half, but at plus three and a half, why not? Um hopefully they get a new kicker by next week. That's all i'll say there
0: okay dogs 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 dogs
2: dogs dog, rick trick. dogs dogs i mean i i was looking at these and i i need to start moving up in the standings so, so that, that just means i need wins i need wins, wins. so i'm gonna go in, i'm gonna go in reverse order i, I like the i like the cowboys against the Niners because I just think it's going to be a close back and forth game. I think the Cowboys and Dak got a little bit of a monkey off their back by virtue of that Tampa win. Obviously, San Francisco is a another step, maybe a, you know, two steps up in weight class, but Dallas is not going to be outmatched from a talent perspective in this game, and I think it's just going to be kind of a mental thing. I think this is going to be a heavyweight fight back and forth, and I, th- I think Dallas is going to be right there at the end with a chance to win that, So I think they cover. Cincy and Buffalo, both teams played down to their opponent's level last week, but that's also why I think this is going to be a great game. I think both these teams are going to come out firing this game. I think this game could very well be like the Kansas City-Buffalo game from last year in terms of – I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I like – what's – Over, 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 over. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm taking the – I'm going – over 48 and then uh and I just I was I was wrestling with the the spread on that so I'm I'm saying over I'm saying there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game I think it's going to be a shootout between Burrow and Allen and then New York and the Eagles I like I like the Giants I think the Eagles are a little bit of a walking wounded team right now Hurts did not look he looked rusty as hell the last game of the year and now he will have played like what one game in the last month. Not ideal, especially for a Giants team that's gonna be coming in with a lot of confidence. And I think the Giants can keep this game close. And I I think they, they cover and hell, I I would sprinkle a little bit on the money line too. My official pick is that they, they, they cover, but yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if they find a way to win straight up. Jags in Kansas City. I agree with what Pete said about you know the, the Jags and the Kansas City. Playing down their skill level a little bit. The thing about eight and a half kind of scares me. I think Kansas City will do just enough. So I'm I'll be interested to see kind of where the line moves on this. I think Jacksonville is just gonna barely cover. Like I think I could see like a 31-24 type game where Kansas City just does like just enough to win. Like they're never really concerned but the scoreboard's very close, so I'm thinking Jacksonville's just barely going to cover that eight and a half. But
1: a little backdoor. Yeah. If
2: they're
1: down 14 or down down 13. They just, you know, yeah. late touchdown or something.
2: Yeah. Kansas City feels like they're just a tailor-made team for getting backdoored. So, yeah, I, I like Jacksonville to cover.
1: Okay. Let's ride, Dean. We're we're almost we're almost
0: lined up. I was just repeating like the same thing you just said. So uh I like the over it, too, though. Hopefully, uh <laughs> hopefully listeners made it to my picks. I'm not gonna pick <laughs> NFL because I think Dean P just beat that to death. But uh I'm gonna pick some college basketball boys because we have a awesome slate tonight. We have uh <clears throat> the I think I can figure what they call Kansas State versus Kansas. Anyway, it's in the little apple. I love that little fact, Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, Pete, get that, get that joke. Yep, got it.
1: Okay, great joke. Got
0: it. Hello, Apple. Uh Kansas State. I think always beats Kansas at uh, when they're at home. Uh Ku's uh point and a half favorite. I'm going to take Kansas State money line tonight, and I'm also going to take a uh, the Iowa State versus Texas at Iowa State. Iowa State's minus two and a half, and I'll take that minus two and a half. Love that pick. I'm already on it. Awesome. Wonderful, love that. Get on the uh, get on the case day. I'm sure. Look it up. They beat them every single year. Every single year they beat them. Um, and then from here on out, I'm just gonna take Bruins money line every single pick. So if they play, I'm taking their money line. So uh, I believe they play like two. Or, I don't know when we're recording next, but <clears throat> they play tomorrow against the Islanders. They're a hist- they're on a historic run. We don't talk about it enough. 34 and five with seventy two points is. Again, on historic Pass, we play in Long Island on Wednesday. So I'm going to take that money line and then every time, money line. So, because I, I think Thursday versus the Rangers. Yep. Money line. I think that's at MSG. Yep. Then, I mean, I honestly think the only wins I have are with the Bruins.
1: They play Sunday versus the Sharks.
0: Yep. They're just a wagon.
1: And then they play Tuesday versus the Canadians. So we'll, we'll we'll assume four Bruins money line picks for you between now and next yep.
0: Tuesday. Yep, yep, and then I'll take one F- NFL pick. I'm going to take John's money line, like that. Okay. I, don't need, I don't need to break that down. So
1: you got to You got seven picks, Rick. I
0: have seven picks. I have okay. seven picks. This is the oh, road to five
1: hundred. I'm throwing. I'm throwing the Bengals. Bills over into over forty eight. I was convinced by Dean.
0: If I hit all seven, I'll be at 500.
2: and If you miss all seven, <laughs> it won't You're matter. Tanking. I'll
0: still be below 500.
2: Tanking for Wenbanyama.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. That was a good episode. Pete, look up the visor ratio. Look it up. Do some research after this. Running quarterbacks.
2: I think I can I can see the gears turning.
0: Even Robert Woods. Stay hey, Tom Brady. We got Robert Woods. Come on <laughs> over, man. Yo look Broadway, man.
2: Bobby Trees. Yeah. Bobby Trees. Yo, Yo
0: look Broadway. Man. We got Robert Woods.
2: Let's get peter a Robert Woods jersey.
1: That'd be so funny if Brady comes to the Titans just make you eat your words.
0: If he does that, I will I will wear I'll buy a Robert Woods jersey. And I'll tweet at him every day until he responds.
2: Perfect. You know, you know is Woods is probably a free agent. Too. Like Brady comes to Tennessee, and Woods isn't is new. Is he
0: a Super Bowl champion? Was he on the Rams last year?
2: He was hurt. Was that? But yeah, I he think he not. got a ring. He got blew out of his ACL, really, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: So he's gonna have a big comeback here next year
2: because this is.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. A- oh, is Brady throwing again? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brady, <laughs> he's got rubber woods. The Robert Woods come back. Brady and Rodgers both the Titans this offseason.
0: Why not? Two system quarterback. God. Um, Playing uh, Bobby, Bobby Trees. <laughs> Hunter, Renf- Hunter Renfro. That's what I was thinking for yeah. The Raiders. That's like saying, oh, we got Hunter Renfro, Brady. Come on. We got Hunter Renfro. <laughs> oh my God. We got Hunter Renfro. Oh, Hunter man. Renfro. Uh, peace out, peace out. He's trying not to laugh. I got, I, a,
1: I, got a, I got a hot. One other hot take about. All NFL. right, get us out
0: of here on a hot take. We better be hot. beat. I need scorching hot. If the Jets get Derek Carr, oh,
1: nobody. Everyone's ready to now. If the <laughs> Jets get Derek, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams requests to trade the Jets. No, he's not. Hot. That's why it's a hot take,
0: Rick. I don't think. I think. I think that like love. I think it's kind of runs course a little bit. Yeah. That's that's
1: why we both have opinions. That's true. One's gonna be right,
0: one's gonna be wrong. The Jets. The Jets are just one franchise quarterback away and just one franchise wide receiver away.
1: We got a franchise wide receiver. Garrett Wilson. I mean he 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 might win rookie of the year this year. Offensive rookie of the year. It's him or Kenneth Walker.
2: Franchise.
1: (laughs)
0: Franchise. Brees Hall. Okay. All right. Well, we're All just right. it feels Rax like we just unravel. We just we just can't get to the outro. We just unravel. <laughs> the wheels just fall off. Elijah Moore. We're just just trying to get to the end of the show. Good. All right, Dean. Throw in the music. We are the big rigs, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>